This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Cape Girardeau. This is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. And we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KSIM, KZIM. Mm-hmm. That was a little backwards, but <laughs> we can put Sykes in front of Cape. That's right. But, there we go. Know. It all works. They're all um, stations. So we're so glad you're here. And we are uh, got a great show lineup for you today. And I am in a good mood despite what happened last weekend. Yeah, that was sad. I told you, everyone, that, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a lifer uh, when it comes to being a fan for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I was at the game, and the result was not favorable for yeah. us. Yeah. However, it was a great, great experience. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. game, well, both games were great. Uh, both had, were affected by officiating, which it is what it is on that deal, if you ask me. But uh, what a great time. Mm-hmm. And I actually, yeah. uh, actually, what's funny is I got a little selfie with the commissioner. Of the I know. NFL, and Roger I bet he's Goodell. getting some pressure right now. And he's getting some pressure <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. What silliness. But, yeah. Um, and so anyway, it was cold. It was cold. Uh, but you know what? It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. And mm-hmm. that fourth quarter, boy, I tell you, that Arrowhead Stadium over there in Kansas City is just unbelievable it's so loud when, yeah when they get going so it's uh, it was a good time yeah you know? what a good game to say you get to go to so yeah like they always say mm-hmm. there's always there's always next, next year. year yeah yeah <laughs> i hate that saying <laughs> but you almost have to say it I know. well and especially with what they got coming back next year oh, i mean it is yeah rookie patrick mahomes and all those guys i mean yeah yeah phenomenal so yeah, it's gonna be good looking forward to next year for sure yeah <clears throat> i didn't tell you this but on the uh the uh the microphone you know the the, the pa oh yeah yeah. Or yeah yeah he goes well that's it for this season we'll see you guys back in august oh really <laughs> kind of like, oh, he was okay. a little frustrated too he was ready to be done i guess so yeah. oh get well, out of here yeah man. yeah <laughs> all right anyway folks we've got a great show lineup for you today i think it's pretty timely it that is. we talk about this because you know there's been a lot of uh anxiety when it comes to the to the stock market. Mm-hmm. And uh, so today we're going to talk about is your retirement, the title of our show is, is your retirement prepared for a bear market? Ooh, the bad word. Are we forecasting? Absolutely uh, not. No, gosh. <laughs> Are we saying it's going to happen and you should just go, you know, put all your money in the safe? No. Uh, yeah. That is not what we're going to talk about today. And uh, could the market go down? Absolutely. We saw a lot of that here in the last three months mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, last quarter was absolutely brutal right? in the stock market. And so, you know, it's, it's important to have a certain mindset in anything you do. And it so holds true when it comes to dealing with a bear market or potential bear market uh, w- with your retirement funds. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and I think, like you said, that we're doing more of this topic just because we want people to say, hey, do you, or do you have stuff in the right so that you're OK, right, that you can go through it, that you can make it. So Exactly. Yeah. So let's just back up a step here. I think it's important to identify what we're talking about. Ah, true. A bear market yes. means that the market is in a downward cycle. Mm-hmm. OK. And um, so a bull market, as you can imagine, a bull, you know, it's you know, tough and goes up. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, a bull market is when the market cycle is going up. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so <clears throat> the stock market. I mean, I don't think everybody knows this. Look, it's always been volatile. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, is about as unpredictable as the things that come out of our great uncle's mouth at Thanksgiving dinner table. <laughs> you know who you are. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's important and for the last, what, nine years? Yeah. Going on 10 years here? Yeah. We've enjoyed a lot of appreciation in mm-hmm. the stock market, um, you know, and uh, not every year, you know, but 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 it's been it's gone up, you know, 
uh, from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen what we saw the last few months of the yeah. year. Yeah. 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 And while this has been great for everybody and, and, and quite frankly, there is some negative that actually comes out mm-hmm. of that. And, and so I'll just divert now. One of those negatives is, is that people think, well, first of all, people become complacent, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, it's gone up. And so my allocation, they stayed aggressive. They haven't changed anything. So let's say 10 years ago, you know, you had 15 years that you were, until you were going to retire. Well, now it's five years and you're still allocated the same way. In fact, I would say that your allocation is a little bit out of whack because the market's gone up, which means that that's a bigger portion of your portfolio. Mm-hmm. And the bond or the conservative portion of your portfolio is actually getting smaller unless you actually do what we call rebalance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it has been proven that over time, an annual rebalance is, is a very good thing to do. And what's nice is, is that, for example, in your 401ks, a lot of services offer this up where they rebalance it on, you know, however often you tell them. So it's an automatic deal. And that's why people get these confirmations in the mail and go, what the heck is this? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> why are you moving my yeah. money? Don't touch my money kind uh-huh. of attitude, right? Well, it's because you selected an all rebalance and guess what? We're saving your butt. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. Example, yeah. Every yeah. Every time because it's, you know, anyway. Yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, the point is, is that, and, and, and the other actual negative that comes out of when the market is going up like this is that people can just think they can do everything on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Let's just buy uh, an S&P 500 index fund and call it a day. And, and while that might work if you're young, as you get closer to retirement, you need to be a little bit more diversified mm-hmm. and strategic. Uh, strategic yeah. in your allocation. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the question is this Is your retirement ready for another bear mm-hmm. market? Yep. I think this is a great topic because, like I said, after we saw what happened at the end of 2018, I think people are asking this question, right? So, Absolutely. I mean, I think this is a good one. Um, and I like that our show topic um, is going to talk a little bit about history because I think that's important too. You know, you, uh, people need to understand, you know, where we're, where we've came from, what the stock market's done over the last, you know, mm-hmm. hundred years, you know, that kind of thing. So, Absolutely. Um, so, you know, you mentioned that, you know, we've been riding this high for, you know, close to what, is it nine years? 10 years. 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. Um, and we, and we just don't know when the other shoe will drop. We don't. Yeah. We don't. And, and again, we're not predicting that that's mm-hmm. going to happen, folks. In fact, I'm quite positive to be quite frank on 2019, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen it this whole week. There was a, a whole slew of companies that were, that were reporting earnings and many of them were positive. In fact, beat you know, their expectations mm-hmm. by a little bit. Uh, nobody really blew it out of the water, but, you know, people were beating uh, expectations and that's the key. Right. We were coming up from yeah. what happened in yeah. the in the yeah. late fall. Yeah. You know, and we can sit here and talk about earnings and, you know, get real technical with everybody, but, but let's, you know, we'll keep it general. Um, you know, the fact that, I'll say one thing, the fact that in 2018, we had 20 times earnings on a lot of, of companies um, is just, it, it's awesome and it's great, but it's not realistic to keep happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, you know, 20% growth in earnings. That's insane. Like, who, <laughs> like I, I would love every year for our earnings to go up by 20%. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. You know, so, so they're saying, well, okay, it's gonna, we're going to, probably be somewhere around that eight to 10 percent increase wow which is still fantastic absolutely (laughs) it's like okay it's not 20 but it's still good to your point i think some of the complacency we got kind of used to it so yeah we talk about earnings because earnings are what makes stock prices go up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay generally now you have other concerns or other things that make it go up too like oh we've got more trade agreements with china and now they're gonna go up and you know, oil and OPEC and, you know, so there's tons of stuff out there that, that affected, but, but yeah. fundamentally what drives stock prices is companies making money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Selling their widgets and making profits. Right. Basic. Basic. Yep. Very basic. Basic economics. Yep. <laughs> Having flashbacks, right? So, so anyway, let's get back to your point. Okay. I I, yeah. Yeah. I, get I just think some of the historical stuff's important. So absolutely. I mean, history is not going to predict the future, but it no. tells you it's a good indication. It of, is. We know, should know it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, 
let's so let's think back 30 years ago. More than 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I was gonna say 30 plus, yeah. <clears throat> when Black Monday happened, and I'm sure there's some people listening to this show right now that know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. All right. For those of you who do not know or remember, maybe you weren't around when that happened, on Monday, October 19th, mm-hmm. 1987, okay, the stock markets around the world plummeted, okay? The Dow fell 22.6%, which was equivalent to a 5,000 drop, actually a, more like a 6,000 mm-hmm. drop now mm-hmm. at current levels. It became known as the single worst day in Wall Street history. And it is a good example of why you need to be prepared for the day that the market drops again. Mm-hmm. And we, again, we've seen that. We saw it on Christmas Eve. Right. This year. Yeah. Now, yeah nothing yeah. like this. Oh, no, but, no. But yeah. But I mean, it was it was down. Just to see how much it can change quickly. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, I will say this. Um, there, there, no one is predicting. No expert. No, nobody is predicting that we'll have another, mm-hmm. you know, Black Monday. Right. Us. We hope. We hope that doesn't so happen. So just yeah. again, clear all this up here. Nor are we saying that again. The black, you know, there's a bear market's about mm-hmm. to happen, or mm-hmm. the market's going to go way down. So, the, the 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 reason why we bring that up is because we don't want people to react. Right. To say, oh, you know, there. We don't want you to use our information and our thoughts and our opinions. To then confirm what you think you know. Right. <laughs> and then act on it and do something you probably shouldn't do. Right, right. That, that's right. why. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway. That's, yeah. All right. So, you know, typically bear markets are defined as when a market declines at least 20% off of its peak. Okay. Um, while a market correction mm-hmm. is a fall of about 10%. I think so that's we were really in important. correction territory in th- this past, you know, three months. Mm hmm. Um, and, and now we're back out of that. So right. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, well, you never know. I mean, it's close, right? Right. You never know right. In, am I out? Am I in? It's like, <laughs> well, there's the state line right there and now I'm in Mississippi, but now, you know, they yeah. don't want to be. You know, You're just jumping back and forth. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, you know, uh, you mentioned market corrections, which I think is important to note that that's where you were in the, that's where we were in the fall. Right. So how often do market corrections and bear markets happen? I think that's important for people to know. Well, you never know yeah. when it's going to happen and, and how often they will. But I can tell you that, uh, well, here's some information here. According to Ned Davis research from 1900 through 2013, there was 123 market corrections. Hmm. And that's about one per year. Okay. Meanwhile, there were 32 bear markets during that time. And that's about one every three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And we've and, been going a long we've time. We've had corrections. Yes. We've had corrections. Mm-hmm. But to say that we've had a bear market or we were in a bear market is not true. And that's that's the scary part. Because we've gone so long. Because we've gone so long. Yeah. 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 And typically, you know, you would have two to three, five percent corrections Mm -hmm. per year. Mm -hmm. You know, that's normal. It's normal. And it's part of the market cycle. And it creates opportunity and it keeps valuations in line. There's a lot of. Uh, there, it, it, there's a lot of healthiness, I mm-hmm. guess I should say, mm-hmm. when it comes to having you know the market go down, and people don't like that. People don't want to hear that, but it's true, and that's why it's so important when you have your, for example, your 401k, where you're buying in when you get paid. So if you get paid every two weeks, you're buying in every two weeks. So when the market does go down, your paycheck is investing in those funds that are now down in value. Mm-hmm. And people may not even think of it that way. That's a good point. Yeah. You know that you're you're it's going in. Dollar yeah. cost. Average, mm-hmm. and it's a very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got to take a break right there. We're going to come back with a lot more good stuff when it comes to preparing mm-hmm. your retirement for a bear market. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook. Rock and Danielle. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you'd like a complimentary copy, call our office at 573-332-7855 or visit us at theinnovativeteam.com to learn more. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. This is what we do. And if you want to get a hold of us, you need mm-hmm. to give us a call at 
888-357-7855. Give us a call. Leave us a message. We're not there Saturday morning at 730. We're not. But I can tell you that if you leave a message, we will call you back and answer any questions you might have. Or we'll even meet with you to discuss your retirement and figure out if there's anything we can do to help you. And if not, guess what? It doesn't cost you a dime. Right. It's okay. Second opinions are good. Second opinion <laughs> is always a good thing. Um, and you know so what we you can, oh, you can also you can also uh, shoot us an email if you don't want to call it's fine you can shoot us an email it's the retirement playbook the retirement playbook at gmail.com so that's our email address here at the radio show and then you can also look us up on the web yeah I was going to say we forgot to talk about that in our first segment so um, I was trying to get to that too we both were thinking the same thing so go to our website the innovative great team minds I know great minds I mean we have been married for 17 years? It'll be 18 years this year, right? Yes. Woo. Yeah. That's <laughs> a long time. Anyway, go to the innovativeteam.com. Best 11 years of my oh, life. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. That's why I shouldn't even have mentioned it. It used to be five. So <laughs> used to be, hey, you've you've increased it. Thanks. Thanks. No, check out our website, theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. Um, there's information all over our website, but uh, what we really want you to go to is go to the radio show tab. You'll see our picture right there and you can click on a find out more button and you can actually download our retirement income toolkit. It's a complimentary toolkit that we offer for anybody um, that you want to download. It's got four great articles in it. Good information on retirement planning, information on Social Security, taxes, our generational vault, all that kind of stuff. So check it out um, because we are going to be doing some updates here fairly soon to it. So want to make sure you get that downloaded. So we're, um, you know, we're talking about is your retirement prepared for a bear market? You Mm -hmm. know, it's that time of year too where people are, kind of hitting the reset button on a lot of things. Maybe it's, you know, your health, you're working out more and you're trying to lose weight, New Year's resolutions types things. And what I would say is that from from a retirement perspective, mm-hmm. you should make that a retirement or a, a New Year's resolution too. Let's get a handle on what we have mm-hmm. and what it's going to mean to us in retirement. And, you know, how should I invest my money? Am I doing this right, Brock? A lot of questions that come up that a lot of people have, and guess what? They don't do anything about Mm -hmm. it. It's like, well, I'll figure it out later. No, let's get a plan together now. Yeah, I think, I mean, I I think, you know, it's a scary topic for a lot of people to talk about because, you know, I mean, it is, you know, it's very, very emotional and, but gosh, you got to do it. I mean, you don't want to end up in retirement and then go, wait, I wasn't prepared. (laughs) That's the worst you could be. We have seen in the past, of course, it's been a long time because, again, the market has been consistent. consistently going up or flat every year for 10 years so mm-hmm. or near flat so it's one of those things where again i talked about this in the first segment you get complacent mm-hmm. you know and, and complacency is not good yeah you know we need to say hey or we know it's been going up and everything's good but are you still allocated correctly yeah are you still making sure that what you're saving and how much you're saving is the right amount are you sure that you have enough money for retirement and you will not run out of money when it comes to retirement. Do you sure you know when you're supposed to take Social Security? You know, do we know, you know, about spousal benefits, survivorship benefits, all the things that go into making the best decision for Social Security benefits? My point is, it's now is a good time to mm-hmm. take care of this. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Get, you know, and, and we can help you with this. It's not rocket science. We try, we feel like, and we pride ourselves on, you know, being, um, Easy to understand. Mm-hmm. You're you know? a very good educator. And, You're very good at that. And we take that serious. We want people to be educated. We don't want to just take your money and invest it. And you know, we don't want to just do things that are that are not good for you. Everything we do is based off of what's right for you. That's mm-hmm. why we're fiduciary. Our, I am a fiduciary. Yep. Okay. And I've been the fiduciary uh, all my life. Or all my life. <laughs> yeah. I all was, your career. I was born a fiduciary. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's, uh, all yeah. my career. All since, your career. Yes. You know. So anyway, the point is, is that uh, this is the time of year when people are making New Year's resolutions. This is the time of year people hit the reset button. It's probably a good idea to go ahead and hit that button and make a phone call. We can you can give us a call here at three three two seven eight five five. Or again, you can shoot us an email uh, with your information, or you can get started and go straight to mycolorofmoney.org. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a very easy eleven question survey. Yeah, I love and I'm it. I'm sure we're going to talk about that here in a few minutes as well. Yeah, but but you know, you can get on there and kind of see what your color of money score is. It's amazing to me that people, you know, we go through, we answer these questions, we have a score, what we call a risk score, 
and 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 you compare that to how they're investing now and it's like totally out of whack right people well, are really surprised yeah and we need to get them in in line yeah you know and, and not out of whack so anyway yeah check us out Den- yeah never hurts well i mean i think of it this way right you go to the dentist even when your teeth don't hurt that's that's really deep. I'm just saying you do, right? You get your cleanings done to avoid no, it. It's, it's true. It's true. So you don't true. just hopefully hopefully you don't just go to the dentist yeah. when you have tooth pain. Yeah. So you should be doing the same if thing, you're right? Within five years of retirement and you're just sitting back going, Oh, everything's gonna be fine. It's I'm gonna, gonna happen. <laughs> and I've got a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand or two million dollars in my four one K and I'm gonna be fine. You don't know that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Make sure you know. That's and, that's all we're saying. Make sure and, you know. And if you can make a better decision by getting a little bit of help, why not? Well, I'm so done. you're done. done. You're off the soapbox. <laughs> so we've been talking about being prepared for a bear market. Um, and in the first segment, you know, we talked about how often some history and some things like that. So, you know, um, I think the next kind of question that I think everybody would like to know is how long, you know, if we go into a bear market, you know, because we're not in one yet. Nothing's official. We always like to use that disclaimer. You know, how long do those typically last? Well, um, you know, obviously everyone is different mm-hmm. uh, that when it happens. But um, and 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 by the way, here is a uh, CNBC article, very timely article here that uh, we're talking about. Eight things you need to know about bear markets. Again, a bear market is when it's in um, correction territory or, or when it's down. Past uh, correction territory. Yeah. yeah. Past correction. Territory twenty. That twenty percent. Down twenty percent from its highs is technically considered a bear market. The market has recovered its value within an average of 10 months after a correction. Uh, the average bear market lasts about 15 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most recent bear market that we keep referring to is, is from 2007, October, through March of 2009, which was about 17 months. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the one that's most fresh on everybody's mind, right? Right. That's so. how long they lasted. But do you know how long it took to recover from it? depending on where you were invested mm-hmm. oh my gosh it could have taken 10 could have taken eight mm-hmm. years or so just to re, re get you know recoup your losses that you had again depending on how you were invested well yeah a lot of people stay and, didn't and retire stayed the course right if you changed your investment oh my gosh the market's crashing i'm gonna go put it all in a money market and you know now you're not participating on any of the gains up so there's so many circumstances so i can't answer the question mm-hmm. of well how long does it take to rebound because everybody's different right There's well that. i mean i just remember you know a lot of people who plan to retire change their minds after that you know so yeah. i remember that you know i was um october of 2007 i was actually at a continuing what we'll call a continuing education conference in minneapolis mm-hmm. when this started all to happen in, in october of 2007 and it was just like i, I I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, that, that the market, I mean, it was some big, big swings mm-hmm. uh, back then in October of 2007. And of course, it just continued through. The market lost, you know, on average, yeah. S&P 500, 37, 38% in 2008. Then we hit the March, they hit the bottom in March of 2009. Uh, I believe it was actually March 9th of 2009. But, but you know, anyway, that's, uh, yeah, because Mark Haynes, uh, the guy on of CNBC. 2007, you mean? No, 2009. 2009, okay. Um, uh, Mark, they called it the Haynes bottom because oh. he actually called it. He goes, I think this is it. Mm-hmm. And he has since passed. He was a he was a really good commentator on CNBC, but. Uh, so he, he called the last, yeah, the last dip. He did. Oh, yeah, he did. It was yeah. called the Mark Haynes low. I remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gosh, see, your memory's good. That's yeah. good because that was, you know, whew, long time ago, <laughs> almost 10 years ago. So, you know, I think another topic to talk about is what usually causes these bear markets. A lot of different causes. Mm-hmm. Again, that's why a lot of the reasons differ for people that on, on a lot of things. And uh, but again, no different here. Um, you know, in today's world, mm-hmm. we live in a crazy, crazy world, mm-hmm. right? And and social inter- media, everything, information's exactly. everywhere. That's yeah, whether it's right or wrong, <laughs> it's out there. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, there's so many, and tr- and news travels so fast now, and 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 stuff that I wouldn't even consider news. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I guess I'm saying, you know, and I I'm think I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say it. Don't get into politics. No, I know, but you know what I was gonna say. I don't know. Fake news. Oh, fake news. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't know. Man. I mean, I basically just said news. Yeah. It's not even news well, can affect <clears throat> the stock market. And that's what's crazy mm-hmm. and frustrating about this because it's not, 
it's not real. It's not right? even something to panic it's about. It's not even mm-hmm. something that has anything to do with anything. Right. Um, but, you know, anyway, getting back to your answer, mm-hmm. you know, politics is a big one. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see the trade tariffs, you know, that that, that uh, President Trump, I mean, that's been a big deal and that's affected the market in, mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways as far as it going down. The 1990 bear market, for example, was set off by Iraq's invasion of Kuwait. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so, um, you know, there's just so many different things that can affect uh, or cause mm-hmm. a, uh, a stock market. But they can also stem when the market isn't able to support stock prices. You know, we just yeah. alluded to that. Right. Corrections. You know, having two to three, five percent corrections per year is is what we a lot of people would consider healthy. Mm hmm. Uh, but you go back and, and prior to 2007, mm-hmm. and uh, and I remember this too. Uh, an example would have been when the internet and telecom bubbles burst in the post 2000 bear market. Yeah, I remember that. And prices of these tech companies yeah. were insane. Yeah, I remember. Yep. You know, I mean, they were just had you know PE ratios, which is you know the price to earnings ratio. Of crazy amounts. I mean, 50, 60, 100 times. I mean, you know, something uh, like, for example, the S&P 500, I think, is an average of, what, 15 uh, on a P-E ratio. Can you imagine something trading at like 80 to 100 times? Yeah. Uh, And it's just, yeah. So so those, that then happened, because remember the market went down in 2000, Mm -hmm. 2001, and 2002, and that happened, uh, you know, to kind of correct those prices. Mm -hmm. So it does sometimes happen beyond correction to correct right you know those those kind of yeah that's why we call them corrections it's to correct stock prices Mm -hmm. okay um let's see i got a couple more notes here uh there are also times when economic facts cause investors to change their minds like the 2007 through 2009 market when the housing market oh yeah remember that yes when people were borrowing 120 percent correct Oh, the home value. Gosh, you know, just to, I don't know how much time we've got, but do you remember? I mean, I remember hearing of people who, like you said, would, would borrow 100% home loan and then they would borrow more to like decorate the house or to, you know, upgrade light Absolutely. fixtures. And I just was like, what is happening? And we were just going, what are people doing? So it was crazy. That so was crazy. So do you remember people were spending too much money, essentially? Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. got out of control, debt was out of control, credit card high. Uh, you know, leverage up the house as much as we can. Let's get the biggest. Let's consolidate yeah. some debt. I mean, everything was just crazy. And what good came out of that? Right. People realized mm-hmm. that they can't live like that. Yes. And we hit the correction button and they correct their own lives by not going, not spending so much mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it was devastating for a lot of people because of that, what happened. So, I mean, it's just, whew. So yeah. there are good things that come out yeah. of these. Yeah, yeah. Going down. Yep. Okay, we've got to take a break. Okay. We're actually a little bit long right Ooh. now. So let's take a break. We'll be uh, right back to talk a little bit more about how your retirement can be prepared for a bear market. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook. Do you feel prepared for retirement? My name is Brock Elspaugh from Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and I work with people to navigate through the uncertainties of retirement. If you would like help understanding complex topics like Social Security, tax deferral, and growing your nest egg, Visit my website at theinnovativeteam.com or give us a call at our office here, 332-7855. Again, that's 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, Mm -hmm. brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We're the retirement people. If you're thinking about retiring, we are the people you need to talk to. Mm Mm-hmm. We well, can yeah. help you do it. We'll draw up a plan. It's called the Retirement Playbook. Mm-hmm. Same name as our show. Yep. <laughs> involves a lot of different reports that help you maximize your Social Security, understand where you're at and where you're going and how you're going to get there. Yeah. It's all included. Yep. It's nice. Yep. Lots of great, re- lots of great reports. You know, we hear a lot of people say, you know, they just breathe so much easier after seeing all of that. So give us a call. Check us out. So I think we've been talking about a tough topic today. Because yeah, I don't think anybody wants to talk about, about it. <laughs> bear markets. Yeah. And you need to be prepared. We're not forecasting. We're not saying there's a bear market about to happen, anything like that. Right. It's just that you should always be prepared for it. And the closer you are to mm-hmm. retirement, the more you should be prepared for it. Right. Because a younger person in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, they can ride that out, even if it were to go down mm-hmm. for five years or two years or whatever it is. Right. Um, so, 
anyway, um, I did want to mention something. You know, we always appreciate our listeners and we appreciate the people that we do get calls from. We do get emails from. So please give us a call yep. or shoot us an email. Um, it was really cool. I was sitting down with an individual uh, this past week and, uh, you know, I was I was referring to some of the reports that we were doing. And he, he had actually stopped me and said, well, I remember you said this on the radio yeah. show. Yeah. And I said, you're exactly right. And I said, wow, people are really listening. Yeah. And, and that was a pretty really detailed. Yeah, it, it was, was great. Detailed. It was great. And it was a couple shows ago or whatever that we were, you know, discussing something. And, and anyway, so it's just really cool to see mm-hmm. the impact. We are educating. Mm-hmm. We are helping. And we're all, you know, in this together. Yep. Giving people questions to ask, which is what you want. So, exactly. yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, keep them coming, folks. Yep. Keep them coming. Yep. We enjoy getting them. So talking about preparing for a bull market, do you want to kind of summarize what we've been talking about maybe in the other two segments a little bit? Yeah. So we're now in our third segment here, but mm-hmm. in the first couple we talked about, uh, how we are well into the, uh, you know, what, 10th year yeah. of, the, of the of the bull market and uh, how often corrections and bear markets happen. And uh, what else do we talk about? What uh, what can cause bear mm-hmm. markets? Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about that. And so uh, we're going to move on. Yeah. So. so if you missed if you missed that and you're kind of interested in that, you know, you can go back and listen to our previous shows. Just go to our website um, at www.theinnovativeteam.com and you can listen to all of our shows. By the way, they're all there. But um, if you're like, hey, I, I missed those first two segments and that stuff I want to know because uh, we had some good information in there. You can go back and listen to it anytime you want. And we're also on Apple um, iTunes podcast. You can podcast us through Google and um, are we on Spotify yet or is that coming? Is that still to come? I do not know. You don't know. <laughs> well, it's coming. Check us out on Spotify. If not, uh, it will be there soon. So lots of ways that you can listen to our show. So, I am not. You're not the one that does that. <laughs> on technology too much. <laughs> when it comes to that. So, okay. Well, that was a good recap. You know, we've talked a little bit about obviously the market corrections, bear markets. Let's talk about what that now means for the average investor and, you know, how should they approach this if it's happening? Well, it is important, Mm -hmm. and I think it's something that we should talk about. Again, folks, we're not saying that the market's going to go down, be ready, you know, put it all on your money in conservative things. What we're saying is... You should always be prepared. ...is that (laughs) we should always be prepared for it, and quite frankly, we're due. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are due for a bear market at any time. I mean, 10 years. That's twice the post-1990 average duration during bear markets. Mm -hmm. Or, excuse me, the duration between bear markets. Right. So, it's actually more than twice. So, anyway, the point is, it would be silly to think that every year, the market's either going to be close to flat or go up. Right. I hope nobody's thinking that. (laughs) Because you're right. Yeah. Now is the time, and now more than ever. It is important to be fundamental. What do we mean by being fundamental when it comes to your investments? Mm -hmm. Okay, what I mean is this. Psychology is favoring a bear market, Mm -hmm. which means that fewer investors are willing to bet that stocks will continue to grow at big public companies like Netflix. Everybody's Mm -hmm. heard of Netflix, Mm -hmm. or you probably subscribe to it. (laughs) Well, it's an actual stock, too, folks. Right. And it's had a huge run. Mm -hmm. Um, It is also nearly impossible to time the bottom Mm -hmm. of a correction of the bear market, unless, again, you're Mark Haynes. Right. I was going to say, he did a good job. In real time, there's really no way to know what other investors are thinking, and therefore, you can't. That's why you can't control it. Mm Okay. Okay. And um, I will say this, money on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. I just saw something that came across my desk the other day. Okay. Money on the sidelines, okay, which means you're not invested. Mm -hmm. You're just sitting on your cash waiting for an opportunity or, you know, maybe you're close to retirement. You're saying, I just don't want this money. I just want to hold on to it. Yeah, Yeah. I just want to hold on to it. I don't want it in the market, Um, which is, you know, not always a terrible thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but money on the sidelines has grown by 5.6% since 2017. Mm, mm-hmm. Just because everybody's kind of, because it's, they're nervous about this, right? Are. I mean, they're nervous about this coming. They are. Yeah. And and so uh, now I will say that the cost of, you know, the opportunity cost, if the market continues to go back up or maybe there's other conservative things that you can invest in. That's what I was saying. There's other have, options. There's yeah. other options. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that might be an opportunity again. 
call us. We can talk to you about these other options that mm-hmm. are available rather than just, you know, letting it sit in the in the bank earning hardly next to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, the point is, is that you can't predict these things happening. And who knows when another one's coming. But I can tell you at some point. Yeah. Will. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah so obviously. S- OK. So you should stop cons- <laughs> betting on what you think will happen. Mm hmm over the medium and long term instead of trying to guess what other investors will be doing this week or, or next. And a lot of people say, well, everything's controlled by the institutional investors. And there is some truth to that, by the way. Mm-hmm. But you just you can't rely on that as being the uh, end all be all. Mm-hmm. You know, what are they doing? How are they investing money? And are they on the sidelines? And Look, get a plan together and stick with your plan <laughs> i knew what you were gonna say you know <laughs> yeah because it's true if I you mean, if it's it right. important to be tactical within the plan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what do i mean by that tactical meaning hey we can adjust to what's going on in the markets but don't let that affect your overall plan and your overall allocation mm-hmm. yep agreed because if you got the plan it's gonna work yeah, <laughs> it's gonna work. <laughs> if you've got a good, plan. if you got a good plan, that's true. If you got a good plan, yeah. So okay. if you're working with somebody, so again, I'm not saying oh, just buy and hold. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that at all. Mm-hmm. I'm saying is you can be tactical within an allocation, you can be strategic within an allocation, but my goodness, let's stick within the overall global allocation and not say oh, I'm gonna take some money out of equities and put it into cash because I think the market's gonna go down. Right, right. Does that make sense? It does. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can see your passion. Now. For our listeners out there, he's got his arms out. He's he's real excited. You can't you can't see it, but he's excited. <laughs> All right. So, you know, obviously you just kind of gave some people some good food for thought, but you know, what do you say to those that are near retirement? And, you know, what a possible bear market could mean for them? It's kind of a loaded question. Right? Well, yeah. And first of all, if you're close to retirement, just call us. Okay, we'll figure this out right. together. <laughs> it's we all individual. It's all individual. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the point is, is that uh, when you're closer to retirement, that's a whole new ballgame, mm-hmm. you know, and um, one smart move uh, you should make now is to ensure that your assets are still properly allocated. We mm-hmm. just talked about that mm-hmm. in regards to your risk tolerance, your global allocation right well and that's where you can you know where my my color of money.org comes in right we've been talking about that a little bit earlier in the show and so you know one of the things to kind of get an idea of your risk tolerance is you can go to my color mycolormoney.org um it's a simple 11 question um survey that just kind of gives you an idea of where you are as an investor personally, you know, where you should be allocated. Um, and it's a good start. It's a good conversation starter because um, I think Brock mentioned, you know, people are a lot of times surprised, you know, at what they actually, um, the results are. <laughs> so check it out. It's uh, again, that's complimentary. There's no charge to go to that website of ours, mycolormoney.org. So check yeah. that out. So making sure that your assets are still allocated, your global, mm-hmm. what we call a global allocation, which yep. means that your ratio of safe money, okay, to risky money, okay? Then we can break it down from there. And again, on the risky money, we could be ethical, we could be strategic and all that kind of stuff, but make sure that your global allocation stays in line, right? That's the most important mm-hmm. message I can tell you. And you may not even understand what the heck I'm trying to say. When it, But you do understand this. If you get a plan together and everybody agrees on it, stick to it from a global standpoint mm-hmm. of having conservative money versus risky money and the percentage of each. Right. Yeah. That you can understand. Right. You Big may picture. not understand how we do it in between. Like 50% equity when we're going to have all these different portfolios and be tactical and be strategic and all these kinds of things. You may not understand that, but you can understand your global allocation mm-hmm. and making sure that it's in line with your risk tolerance. Yeah, absolutely. I want to so. get to this real quick. Oh, okay. Uh, you got something? Because, yeah, I was looking this up uh, uh, while, while you were talking. And I had mentioned before that cash on the sidelines is up 5.5% from 2017. Mm-hmm. People were saying, okay, you know. And that was in an article? Yeah, no, it's actually a uh, statistic here by Lincoln Financial Group. Oh, okay. And it says clients are holding $13.4 trillion in cash. Wow. Cash on the sidelines? Is that, yeah. 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 Cash. Yeah. Yeah. So 5.5, oh, that's up 5.5% from 2016 to 2017, okay? Why is cash sitting there? Because clients believe there is no alternative, okay? 
And there are. There are, I was going to say. Yeah. Alternatives to money just sitting there that you can be safe with. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can't go into detail. There's a lot of different ways you can do that. There's not just one way. Uh, But what's right for you and that right way for you is different for everybody. Right. So you'll just have to give us a call and we can figure this out together. Right. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. You never want to end up in a situation where you haven't been regularly rebalancing your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Okay. We talked about this in the first subject so, or in the first segment. We talked about, you know, you asked me about, hey, well, what can we do about mm-hmm. it? Well, you know, again, with your 401ks, usually there's an option to have a regular rebalance happen. Mm-hmm. And it's automatic. So you hit the button. Yes, I want to do this. And how often do you want to do it? Monthly, quarterly, or annually? Uh, I tell a lot of people annual Mm -hmm. seems like the best option to me. Let your winners win and yet still reallocate once a year to say, this is my global allocation wishes. Mm-hmm. I, I, just a couple comments on that too, you know, is if, um, you know, if you're not sure what that means or what that is, you know, you should be able to talk to your HR person or whoever helps you with your retirement um, benefits at your employer to ask those questions. Um, but the other thing is, you know, when you meet with people to put your plans together, Brock goes through all this too and helps people with that. So um, that is part of it, you know, making sure, hey, you know, if you're currently working, let's make sure that your allocations are correct in your 401k or your 403b. So I'm answering the question you asked me, which is what would you say to those in near retirement Mm -hmm. yep and what would a possible bear market could mean for them yep this is what i'm answering okay first you need to make sure you're globally properly allocated Mm -hmm. number one number two is rebalance okay on a regular basis okay number three is and this is where i'm at now to ensure that you're not taking on more risk than you intend to it's important to confirm that your savings invested in retirement accounts fits your desired risk. There it is. And that's what I alluded to <laughs> earlier. And I'm telling you right now, as a blanket statement, again, this is not everybody, but there's too much risk in today's mm-hmm. portfolios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that's caused by complacency. A lot of that's caused by lack of education. And I'm telling you, the closer you are to retirement, the bigger the deal is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is. I think especially with, you know, some of the unknown right now. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I know I mentioned it earlier. You may not even know it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, sorry. I know. Well, I'm just saying, again, check out that mycolormoney.org, right? That kind of leads into that. It does. <laughs> it's a good little little 11 question survey. So, and once you have your score, you can begin looking at your yeah. savings to make sure it's allocated the way that your risk tolerance says it should be. Mm-hmm. It's a great conversation starter. All right. Yep. Okay. Yep. We got to take a break. I promise you I won't get as excited in the last <laughs> segment. Maybe you maybe you want me to. I That's not true. I think your excitement's going to happen. So. All right. Anyway, it's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, We feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, Download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Welcome back to the last segment of the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. Yep, we are the retirement people retirement people i beat you to it you did <laughs> and you know what i'm okay with you're that. okay with that yeah so gosh i can't believe it it's already segment four so we've been we've been flying through a lot of good information so check us out online if you want to listen to um any previous shows or the rest of the show if you're just now tuning in you're just waking up and having your coffee um you can always go back to our website at the innovative team.com i love coffee i know you do <laughs> that's why i made the plug oh right. gosh you want to do a recap yeah, on kind of what we've talked recap about of what we've been talking about this show we're talking about the, the, the title is uh is your retirement prepared for a bear market we've been discussing an inevitable bear market and how you can prepare your investments for it are we saying it's going to happen now are we saying it's going to happen 2019 no 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 are we saying it's going to happen at some point yes we mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and history says that. So and, we've talked and, a lot and, about the history. And, and, and as you know, if you looked at any of your statements from the last quarter, 
of 2018. That was a really rough quarter. Mm-hmm. It okay? was, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it, 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 it's a glimpse of what we're actually talking mm-hmm. about from, from a long-term perspective. But we've talked about how well, um, how are we are well into, excuse me, uh, the 10th year of the of this bull market. Mm-hmm. How often corrections happen and bear markets happen. Some causes of bear markets, having the right fundamental approach when it comes to your investments, and why it's important for your assets to be properly aligned with your risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. Lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff so far. So we're going to continue our discussion here. We only have a few minutes left, so stay mm-hmm. with us here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. And we are going to continue the discussion about how to prepare for right. this uh, bear market. So you have a question for I me. do. I always have questions for you. So so tell us a little bit more about how people can take and steps. I usually, not always. Yeah, stay on topic. For you. you. No, you have answers. It's just sometimes you have the answer and an additional <laughs> ad that you like to have. Yeah. A little soapbox, you know, it's good. That's it's good. Fine. So tell us a little bit more about how people can take steps to protect their savings from big losses. Okay, there's really no way. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to like shut you down there. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. There's really no way. You can't fully protect your investment portfolio from mm-hmm. all types of risk during stock market cycles. Because that's what it is, right? Cycles, I said cycles. Cycles? Cycles. <laughs> Just to see. That. Yeah. Um, you can take steps to ensure that your assets are diversified. Mm, the word. You know, that is a magic word. It is a magic word. And it's kind of overused sometimes. It but is yeah. overused. But if it's it used is. properly, <laughs> if it's yep. used properly, it's the right way. Yeah. And and that's hard for a lot of people to hear that, hey, you should be well diversified. Everything's fine. Oh, well, what if I was just invested in everything that went up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? That's impossible. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, usually a well diversified portfolio is going to be right in line with where your object- risk objectives are and from a performance standpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, not so fast in 2018. A well-diversified portfolio in 2018 did not do well. Yeah. Because if you had international stocks, if you had emerging markets, if you had gold, a safe haven, you know, those were all down big time. Mm-hmm. Now, gold wasn't big time, but emerging markets was, what, mm-hmm. I think 15% down. Uh, international developed was from around 10. Um, you know, there were some there were some areas of, of, of greenness, I guess you could say. But um, that like a lot of that came from growth mm-hmm. stocks. So even value stocks in the United States went down. Mm-hmm. Okay, the big dividend players that you normally look to as being quote unquote more secure uh, were down quite a bit. So anyway, my point is is that it's not about this year though or 2018. It's about the long term. Right. Three, five, ten, twenty years. A well-diversified portfolio was a good idea. Yeah, because you talk about you can't time the market. I can't time the market. Yep, yep. I highly advise working with a trusted financial services professional, mm-hmm. okay, who can help provide you with sound investment advice and take a look at your unique situation. It's mm-hmm. very true. Yeah. So true. Yep. Okay. Everybody's is unique. You can't just talk to a friend and think yours is the same. <laughs> why, did I, why did I stop and kind of highlight the fin- trusted financial professional? Mm-hmm. The reason is, is because not everybody in our business is exactly that. Mm-hmm. You know, what I call money managers, which are fine. We need yeah, money yeah, managers yeah. and they're good at what they do. And But they're not financial professionals. They're not financial planners. Mm-hmm. Okay. First and foremost, they're more transaction based. Well, I wouldn't even say they're more transaction yeah. based. They're just more of a money manager. Right. That's their to, that's their role. That's their role. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. one of the things that we do here. But we first and foremost are financial retirement planners. Mm-hmm. And the whole, my pi- opinion, whole picture. Exactly. In my opinion, there's way more value in proper planning than there is in just investment management. Okay. Again, that's part of. Mm-hmm. It. Mm-hmm. But anyway, getting back to this, no two individuals, investment portfolios are alike, and they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. No bear markets are exactly identical. <laughs> That's true. We talked about that. <laughs> it helps to have a professional on your side that is able to determine the proper investment strategy for you, whether it means investing conservatively, more balanced, mm-hmm. or what we also would call moderately, or even more risky for you big risk takers out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, so lining up your investment objectives 
with your retirement plan Mm -hmm. and your risk level is just so, so important. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. So, oh, do we have time for another tip? One more. One more. Okay. All right. Got anything else you can leave with our listening audience before we uh, take off for the weekend? Yes, I do. Okay. (laughs) When it comes to this and the bear market goes down, one of the things that I talk about a lot is called sequence of returns. Mm -hmm. And what that means is the sequence as to the returns of your portfolio and as it relates to you taking money out to maintain your lifestyle. You're retired. Those paychecks are not coming in from your employer anymore. They're coming from your portfolio. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you take money out then of something that is variable like a stock type fund, those shares can't rebound, can they now? They cannot. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone, yes. So coming up with a portfolio strategy or an income strategy, what we would call, is also very, very important and also reason why you need to deal with a financial services professional mm-hmm. that you can trust. Mm-hmm. It can show you all of this. And it can show you yeah, all of this. Yeah, I think that's what's great. When you talk about this, that, you know, if, if this is, if you're, if you're head spinning right now, um, we have wonderful reports that show, lay all this out and explain all of it to you. So exactly. they're great. Look, I wish we could, you know, get an example. I know. This, <laughs> this is a bad thing about radio. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. Right. But you can give us a call and we can walk through your mm-hmm. situation. It's 332-7855. Give us a call and we'd be glad to just talk to you. Again, it's not going to charge you anything. Mm-hmm. We're not going to charge you anything to come in and talk. Get a second okay? opinion. Yep. To get a second opinion. You can come in. Also, you can shoot us an email. It's the retirement playbook at gmail.com. Or check us out on our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com. Everybody, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. That's it for the Retirement Playbook this week. We will holler at you next week. Take care now. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.